What is going on, folks? Welcome back to another podcast. How we doing? Hopefully, you guys are doing well. Hopefully? Yeah, maybe. Even if you aren't, I hope that tomorrow's a better day for you. Welcome back to another podcast, guys. If you guys are new to the podcast, it's it's great to have you here. If you guys are completely unaware or unfamiliar with what I'm doing right now, podcasts are something you can listen to in the background or in the not background, if I don't even know what that would mean. But <laughs> uh, you guys can listen to this if you're in the car, if you're just chilling, if you're just whatever, doing whatever in the gym, uh, making dinner or doing your dishes. You guys get the picture. Podcasts are great because you can basically kind of listen to something and kind of pick up snippets of information and, and you can you know use that to however you want to use that if you're like me i'm kind of like a, a semi-passive listener and semi-active listener i don't really classify myself as either but i definitely have a, a way of listening to things that's uh i would think it's kind of uh, unique in a way but uh anyways i kind of wanted to always do a podcast on what i'm going to talk about tonight and i haven't really actually been able to put it into words uh, but I do want to say that uh, if you guys want to help out the podcast, what you guys can do is you can head over to iTunes and give the podcast a review in the iTunes store if you're listening on iTunes. Or listen, <laughs> other thing about podcasts is you're, they're pretty uh, informal. Actually, the way that I do them is really in, informal, meaning I, I, I fuck up a lot. <laughs> the word fuck is going to be used a lot on the podcast tonight. So hopefully you guys are, are okay with that because uh, it's kind of an important thing here. Well, not the actual word fuck, but... You guys will see here in a second, but you guys can give the YouTube video slash podcast slash whatever you're listening to on YouTube a, a rating would be great. Um, so here we are, guys. This is arguably, and I want to say this is going to be the most important podcast that I'm going to make. But then again, I always, I, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm hyping it up right now. And if I, I've been so excited to make this podcast ever since I got back. I just came back from my trip. Um, I went actually to travel to North Carolina this last weekend. And um, I'd never actually used Audible before. Um, I don't really, I'm not a person to like sit down and, and read books. Um, although um, I feel like my retention when I read books versus when I listen to something is very, um, uh, it's it's subpar when I when I read something versus when I listen to something I'm very I, I pick up information a lot quicker so I was in the airport and I downloaded Audible and I remembered someone recommending this book to me that I had never um, I'd never heard about before uh, until they mentioned it to me and this is probably a few months ago and the the title of it really caught my attention it was something that I wasn't actually used to ever seeing on the title of the book it was called the art the subtle art of not giving a fuck and it's written by Mark Manson I uh, I thought of Marilyn Manson right when I saw his name I was like that's fucking weird dude um and this I guess I want to I discovered this this book um it was probably like 10:30 in the morning I was in the airport and for the next 6 hours I feel like my life changed Dramastic, dramatically wow <laughs> wow uh, drastically <laughs> that's a new word dramatically uh but it changed like crazy um i'm gonna go through a few points that i really want to to mention to you guys tonight and i know a lot of you listening right now the reason why i'm choosing to talk about this is because i feel like a lot of you have dealt with issues similar to mine and that's why i started to do podcasts is because i like to get out my ideas or just things that go through my head that i feel like a lot of you can benefit from um essentially the whole basis behind this book is essentially what the title is we give way too many fucks about things that we don't need to give a fuck about in life um it's it's a very just blunt way to say that, but it's true. 
um he goes into the entire book uh audible or yeah the audible recording of it is it's more it's actually takes about six hours so uh i listened to it in between um you know flying out from north carolina to get coming back to california and i realized that nearly every single thing that he pointed out in the book i could actually apply to myself or my past with my eating disorder or my depression or um, my struggles growing up as a kid i could really apply it to so many things and i feel like a lot of you could too um, this is a very important thing in my life is because uh, he started off really talking about things that I at, at the time and, and now currently and even over the past few years, I've been really trying to constantly battle. Um, I've been fighting with. Um, so I feel like I wanted to bring those to you and I wanted to talk about this with you guys and, and kind of just bring up a few of these. And this might actually be a little bit longer of a podcast. If it is, I... I'm sorry, but <laughs> um, but yeah, that's just the the whole basis behind everything. So um, hopefully you guys are, are able to, to kind of pick up on these things and, and kind of uh, get a, a different perspective on, on life itself. Um, you guys, if you've been following me for a while, you'll know that I'm, uh, I'm a type of person to be pretty honest and open about what I, I deal with and what I go through in, on a daily basis, whether it's it's going to the gym and not hitting a PR, whether it's, um, you know, uh, not, and that's actually been like the main battle with me lately is like my, um, not necessarily right now because I've actually been getting way stronger over the past few weeks, um, but in the past, I would constantly just search for whatever was going wrong in, wrong in my life. Um, the other thing that I'm very vocal about in, in us on this platform is the um, the thing that I, I constantly, well, not again currently because this again really, I mean it's actually, it's a gradual process of kind of getting your mind to, to want to think this way, which I'm working towards right now. But I've been very vocal about the fact that I seemingly want to buy into this idea or, or thought that having a significant other in my life is going to give me a better life or is going to get me a um or it's going to make me feel better about myself it's going to bring me out of the quote-unquote hole that i seem to be in uh it's going to to make me a better person it's going to make you guys a better person it's going to to uh to make you happy i don't know how else to say that but i've been very vocal about those two two things um and also just generally speaking i've been very vocal about the fact that i want to to have this um um this this state of uh state of healthiness. I don't know how else to say that. I want to have like normal health. And I say normal in the sense that I want to feel like a quote unquote normal person. I want to be able to, uh, I guess, just operate like a normal human being. I want to wake up and not have to deal with fatigue or lethargy or uh, 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 brain fog or, um, you know, uh, having to, you know, micromanage my, my weight gain and all this stuff. And I want to have just normal health and all this stuff. And so those three things I've been very vocal about. And so I can remember a quote, I think it was either in the last podcast or in the last video that I made on my second channel, is that I felt like I've been pissing into the wind when it comes to um, all of these things. I've been running up a hill and I haven't been getting anywhere. Um, and right off the bat, when I started listening to this this book, I feel like I feel weird saying listening to a book, but listening to Audible, um, in one of the, the, the first pages, or, or actually I think it's in the first chapter, um, Mark actually points out that uh, this quote really stuck with me. Like I can remember in the in the airport actually listening to this and then replaying it over and over again until like it actually made sense to me. Um, I'm just going to quote it directly. He says, "The desire for a positive experience is itself a negative experience." 
And conversely, the acceptance of one negative ex one's negative experience is itself a positive experience. So that in and of itself is a mindfuck. That doesn't really like people like I couldn't comprehend it when I first heard it. It's called the backwards law, apparently. So again, I'm going to say the desire for something positive is itself a negative experience, and the accept acceptance of a pot or a negative experience is itself a positive experience. So the more you kind of think about it, it actually makes a ton of sense. So I'm constantly trying to seek out, seek out positivity in my life. I'm constantly trying to seek out um, this, this feeling of longevity and of uh, just being a, a, you know, that, that person that I want to be, being, uh, having good health, having uh, tons of, of uh, whether it's views on YouTube or, or, or followers or constantly growing on, on YouTube with my job or constantly gaining strength. Um, getting a girlfriend that is really cool and this finding this beautiful person in my life and I'm constantly trying to seek out all these positive things in that experience of trying to seek it out is itself is going to be a negative experience because I'm constantly searching for something in my life I'm constantly searching for these these things I'm pursuing all these things feeling better all the time but that is going to make me feel worse um, he actually points out a few uh, things in the book that I actually thought were really applicable to maybe not you guys, but uh, people that I've known in my life. Um, if you're somebody that's it's that's constantly trying to make more money, if you see uh, monetary wealth is something that's going to grant you happiness, so what you're going to want to do is always seek out money. You're always going to want to be more quote-unquote rich. I actually don't really like that word, uh, so we'll say wealthy. You always want to seek out wealth, um, but that in and of itself is going to make you feel poor. A lot of people may disagree with these, and that's totally fine. It, it's totally relative and subjective to however you want to think, but this is, again, based on uh, the book and what he pointed out, and I actually believe a lot of these. So, uh, again, if you want to believe or disagree, that's totally cool. Uh, next one is is something that a lot of people um, would uh, would relate to, not in, not in the sense that he talks about, but I guess in the in the uh, being attractive type of sense. Um, people that have more of a uh, materialistic type of look on their bodies and have uh, drastic, um, uh, I won't say body image problems, but just people that constantly strive to keep a uh, an, an attractive looking physique and always want to be that person that everybody looks at. If you think about these people, they feel probably less attractive than a person that just walks around and just generally just doesn't give a fuck. Um, people that <laughs> I just feel like that's that's all I heard when I was listening to this book. It's just people that walk around and don't care about their physique. Though those people that constantly strive to have that level of attraction are always they're not they're never going to feel attractive enough. So that's the backwards law. Uh, the more uh, you pursue a positive experience in all these things that you keep in your life is itself a negative experience in the acceptance accepting all these negative things as just being negative things that is going to bring you positivity it's going to bring you reassurance and so that that fucking blew my mind i was like dude that is me all these things that i constantly think about like every single day I strive to to have balance in all of these things, and I shouldn't actually say that because you can have balance in all of those things. Um, but I feel like this level of like ever since hearing that and just thinking about all these things, I feel like this new level of like, wow, dude, it makes perfect fucking sense. 
it does because the second I heard that and I thought about like my gym routine, my um, all the stupid ass posts that I make about being single, um, my my health, um, all of these things that I constantly strive to have um, uh, have like solved, it's it's brought me nothing but just mentally mental fucking mindfuck. I don't know how else to say that, but it's made me constantly think about it. It's constantly. Um, it's made me spend a ton of unnecessarily 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 unnecessary money. It's made me um, it's made me waste time. It's made me just put so much time and effort into something and all of those things have been negative towards me. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this because you can you don't have to relate that. You don't have to necessarily like listening. You don't have to apply that to you uh your your um to what I'm talking about to your um to your gym routine or your if you if you you are single you can apply that as well. I don't really know. I'm trying to find ways you guys can can put this into your life. Um the the book itself is actually a really really I'm going to say it's arguably one of the most powerful pieces of information that I've actually absorbed. Um, I'm actually listening to it for a second time um, just to uh, to bring it to you guys because I feel like this should be like a recommended reading. Maybe not for like middle schoolers, maybe for high school, but definitely more people need to, to come across this information because as somebody that I majored in communications, I majored um, in what this all is surrounding. It's based on human perception. I find that to be absolutely fascinating. Um, I mean, if you can get through, like he says one thing, uh, he brings up maturity in the second chapter, which I felt was absolutely, extremely powerful. Um, But just the way that he says things like maturity is giving a, like true maturity is giving a fuck about what's truly fuck worthy. (laughs) That in and of itself is like, that is a, that's mind blowing. Like if you think about what really is fuck worthy, uh, I, I just found that quote to be really hilarious. Um, he brings up happiness. He brings up a ton of things. Um, I feel like there's a lot though that I apply to my life when I listen to to this this book, and I I plan on making a part two, so that might be coming soon. If you guys want to hear more about this, definitely let me know, um, and I would definitely recommend to check out the book yourselves. Um, so the desire for positive experiences itself and negative experience. I could I mean I could do a whole podcast on that. Um, the next thing that he brought up, and this is just early on in the book, um, he talks about enjoying the process. Uh, if, I, I don't even really, you can talk about the process of life. You can talk about uh, whatever process that you're going through towards a certain thing. Um, he says, you can't merely be in love with the result. Everybody loves the result. You have to love the process. And so when I read this slash heard it, I thought about the... Um, what I'm working towards. So um, let's use two examples here. Um, The first example you all probably are going to be aware of, I have been drastically um, searching for uh, this fix to being stronger uh, with powerlifting. Uh, Powerlifting is something that I'm I'm extremely happy about. Um, Actually, currently, I'm really happy about. But over the past few months, I've been... uh, just basically in this in this plateau slash um, growth phase, and so uh, I've gone through periods of time where my strength has been down. It's been up. It's been down. It's been up, and I realized that um, you know what he talks about in the book is is 
uh, these people that um, that constantly want results but basically can't reach them because they're not in love with the actual process of getting to those results. Um, in a sense, it makes it does make sense. Um, he talks about people that um, that don't that want to make a, mo- a bunch of money but aren't willing to put in sixty hour work weeks in in sit in cu- we actually have to sit in cubicles to make money. But um, I can't remember the exact example that he gets or, or gives. Um, but there's that's I guess like the wealth accumulation example. The other one that I actually found to be um, really kind of funny because it applies to more of the kids that I like people I shouldn't say kids but other people that I know in my life um, he talks about love so he's like okay you want the results of having really good sex and um, you know you are constantly striving to to find that say hypothetically someone's really wanting to find someone that they can have really good sex with but he says that uh, the process of finding that is being able to go on uh, really long dates and live with the awkward moments of people that you find on those dates and um, sp- spending money on those dates. All of those things are a part of the process. You actually have to love that process in order to have the result of finding somebody you can have really good sex with. I thought that was actually – it's actually true. Like all this is is legitimately true and that's why I fucking love this book. Um so again, just to reiterate, you have to love the process in order to get to the results. Um, you can't just love the result. You have to love the process. Part of the reason why I absolutely love my job is because I'm a YouTuber. I'm a person that loves to show myself, show my quirkiness, show my personality, show everything about myself to the world. And I largely don't really now, especially listening to this book, don't really give a single shit about what people want to think or judge or however they want to to perceive me. Um, and I realized that after reading this book, I absolutely have it so good because I genuinely love the process of my work. I love the results even more, but I love the process. I am about to release a video tomorrow that took me over two weeks to actually edit, produce, um, film. Uh, uh, that includes everything in post-production, everything. I, I, it took me two weeks. It took me over six months of planning. All this stuff, I was involved in the actual process of, of using this video or of making this video. And I absolutely loved, I didn't love every single minute of it, but generally speaking, I loved the actual process of of itself. The results that I'm going to get from this is, well, if it all goes to plan like most of my videos do, I mean, I can, something can always go wrong. But the result generally from big videos like this is uh, monetary value. I do get compensated for the videos that I make. Uh, it's uh, it's people that, that reach out and go, dude, that's fucking crazy. I love that. I I mean, like when I open up YouTube every single night after I I make podcasts or I have dinner and I read comments from people, I mean, generally like I'd say like 10% of them now are just fucking idiots that like to troll me and tell me how fat and gross and ugly and disgusting I am and how the world is is 
impoverished and doesn't have enough food and all this stuff. I mean, I can deal with that 10%. Uh, the 90% is what I love because I love when people are like, dude, man, that's crazy. I'm like 13 years old and I wish I could do that. And um, then the people that reach out to me after, you know, that email me and they're like, hey, dude, like I, I'm, I'm a male struggling with an eating disorder and just seeing you being able to, to eat all that food has given me inspiration, man. Like I'm going to get there one day, maybe not 60,000, 10,000 billion calories, but I'm going to be able to have dessert when I go out for my parents' birthday tomorrow and all of this stuff. And people like that is why I love what I do is because I love the process of, of being a content creator um, with strength, uh, going to the gym. Um, I love the process of getting towards a goal. So for example, my goal is to hit a five plate deadlift this year. Uh, today, I walked into the gym and, and did my 410 pound top set, my 420 pound top set, my 430 pound top set. And that process of, 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 uh, grow, destroy, grow, destroy, I'm talking about muscle fibers here, uh, is getting to getting me to my results. I realized that like tomorrow, if I walked in um, to the gym and like, let's say hypothetically, I just pulled five plates tomorrow, I'd be like, fuck man, like that's cool. But I'm looking forward to like hitting 465, 475, like all these things. Like I don't want to just like, I don't want to just have like a five, six plate, seven plate deadlift tomorrow. Like that's going to take time. I want to, I'm, I'm going to love that process of constantly reaching these little goals involved in getting to the result. So that was uh, a really big quote. Again, that stuck out to me is you can't merely be in love with the result. Everybody does love the result. It's the fact that you have to love the process of getting to the result. So again, if you guys have anything you can apply that to in your life, I strongly encourage you to do so. Um, the last thing that I want to talk about is something that I feel like a lot of you could probably relate to, and it's measuring yourself based on certain metrics in your life. So the example that he actually uses is something that really struck out to me because I'm a metal fan. Um, well, this is kind of like not, it is metal, but it's early age stages of, of rock and metal. Um, so there are two big bands that I used to listen to in um, growing up as a kid. Um, I used to listen to Metallica and I used to listen to Slayer. Now, there's one band I never really liked, and it's called uh, Megadeth. I never, sorry if you guys like Megadeth out there. I, my coach Omar really doesn't like the fact that I don't like Megadeth. But um, the lead singer of Megadeth, his name is Dave Mustaine. And Dave Mustaine is, in my opinion, uh, I not really a nice guy to look up to if you're a, a musician. Um, I was a guitar, like I still play guitar, but as growing up as a kid, like I used to watch YouTube videos and I used to see videos of Dave on stage just acting like a complete fucking asshole to people um, on stage and just shit talking people. And um, just generally speaking, he was just doesn't doesn't seem like or didn't seem like he was a nice guy. I've never met him before. I always say that you should judge people uh, when you meet them and you've shaken their hand. And you can actually make that judgment on them. But until then, you really should just shut the fuck up. That's what I just generally say to people. So I really can't call Dave Mustaine an asshole because I've never met him before. But he gave me that vibe. So uh, Mark points out that Dave Mustaine was kicked out of Metallica. And this was in the early days of Metallica and Megadeth hadn't even been actually brought up yet and hadn't been started but dave mustaine started megadeth and based his success on how well metallica was doing so if you guys can imagine starting a band and metallica was killing it they always been killing it like they've been around for i think like 30 years so if you can constantly think about 
being a per the 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 this big famous uh well not big famous guy but a famous person and constantly having to measure your success based on how well another hugely widely successful band is doing you're going to drive yourself fucking crazy because you're measuring yourself based on certain metrics that you really can't control so i'm going to bring up a really exa- uh, uh, an example that i'm i've been uh I guess battling for the past three or four years. Um, this example has actually been around for about a year or two years. Um, other YouTubers like to measure themselves and their successes based on other YouTubers and their other successes. So, what I mean by that is um, in the eating community, there are a lot. <laughs> the, the The eating community is so oversaturated with people um, that it on it honestly makes me a little. Um, I guess less optimistic about the the future because there's every single day there seems to be a new, another eating channel on YouTube. Um just I, guys, I see this shit every single day. I get I get messages from people that are like check out this guy and this guy wants me to promote his channel. And it's like it's just guys it's eating food, you know? It's really easy to start a YouTube channel and do. And I always encourage people like, "Hey, if you want to do that, then by all means try it." Um there's another YouTuber that for the longest time I constantly, and he actually has way less subscribers than I do. Well, not a lot less, but he has a lot less subscribers than I do. Um, but there was a period of time um, where I constantly was trying to um, think about myself, my numbers, my subscribers, my views, my watch time, uh, my my revenue, my my challenge ideas, everything I was doing was based on what he was doing and how successful or unsuccessful he was at a certain thing with his YouTube. And I realized that, um, and especially with the contest last weekend, um, I went into this contest um, because this other person was there. And I, all I could think about was how it didn't even matter if I went into this contest in North Carolina. It did not matter how well I did at this contest. All that it mattered to me was how it was me beating him. That's all that mattered to me. All that mattered was how successful I was over him. If I lost, uh, the, if I came in, um, if there were, if, if say hypothetically there was 25 people that competed in this contest, if I was 24th and he was 25th, I'd be happy. Wouldn't even fucking matter. Um, so I realized that, and he beat me, um, you know, ate, ate this, this burger way faster than me. And, um, this person is a he's a great eater you know and and that's there's nothing wrong with that and i'm a good eater too um he can eat a three pound cheeseburger faster than i can um now capacity wise i don't know you know maybe uh maybe i maybe he is better than me at capacity maybe i'm better than him at capacity but he beat me fair and square but i realized that when it comes down to me basing my success uh just generally from a youtubing youtubing i don't even know if that's should say that but uh, from a youtube perspective and in a success perspective um i am not inferior to him because in on my own on my own level i am successful uh my metrics of basing my success in the past few years on this other youtuber were completely uh weren't realistic I was basing my success on how he was doing, the videos that he was making, um, how, how many subscribers he was gaining. All of these things were were based on someone else. 
rather than basing it on myself and my own goals. So I found those things to be extremely, extremely important because these are things you guys can all apply to yourself. You know, if you have a coworker or someone in your life uh, that's doing better, better than you or what you perceive to be better than you at a certain thing, take a step back and think about what, why you're measuring yourself based on that, on that type of metric or on that type of thing and start basing it on something that's more realistic, like your own goals and perceptions and expectations. That's, I guess, the general gist of what I'm trying to say. Uh, guys, there are so many things that I want to talk about with all this, and I actually want to start like a little series. So if you guys want to hear more about uh, just, I don't want to say the subtle art of not giving up because it's based on another person, but I feel like these things uh, are so crucial and pivotal to to getting to a better place in life. I can tell you guys right now that I feel tremendously better overall ever since I started reading this book and I started actually um, just doing things in my life that I feel like I should have been doing a while ago. Um, despite the fact that you know a lot of people wanted to have been going on my second channel and haven't been um, as supportive as I've been used to seeing people be in the past and that's completely fine. Uh, I realized that people um, all these things that I've been used to seeing online have been all have been people's opinions of me. And I it's funny because I was I was listening to this book in in the airport and I was actually scrolling through YouTube comments and I had people um, I posted this video a few days ago um, of people um, and I think it was, what was it called? I think it was called um, I feel like a new person. Yeah, it was it. And in the very beginning of the video, um, I actually went from being extremely just fucking pissed. Like I didn't hit a certain lift or something and I was like, damn dude, I fucking hate shit right now. Feels like I'm pissing into the wind. Ugh. And it's, it was really important to me because it was actually like a good, I guess not just a, 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 <laughs> a, a thing to gauge how people's retention is in terms of listening because it's very clear if you just continue to watch the video that I just had a bad day and literally the next week, in the next two weeks actually, like I, I started implementing some changes, like I started taking some tyrosine again, or started taking some tyrosine and started um, just doing some different things in terms of accessory work and I started doing some mobility stuff and I felt drastically different. And so, you know, I had these people uh, that were going on the video and saying, dude, like you were just fucking crazy. Like why you're overtraining all these things. And, um, I was, I was like literally in the airport about to freak out. Like these people don't know me. Like I have like one of the most sedentary lifestyles out there. I don't really, I, I don't ride my bike anymore at all. Um, I, I wanted to come up with all of these types of, of, of justifications in, um, rebuttals to everything. And then I just go, dude, I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> like, I, there's no other way for me to say that. Like, I do this. I put everything online because I genuinely enjoy making videos. Like, I'm a guy that lifts weights for fun. And I've been doing all these things for years now. And if a person wants to tell me that whatever they think to be true is, is their own truth and their own reality. If someone wants to tell me that I'm a psychopath or someone wants to tell me that they think I should do, I should be on steroids because it's going to make me uh, bigger or someone wants me to do CrossFit because I, it's going to make me more jacked. And someone tells me I'm, I'm fat or I'm skinny fat, like all these things, like they're all literally things that I, I, my, my eyes see, but I don't actually have to accept as true. 
and I don't have a have to give a fuck about them at all. So that is going to be the end of the podcast, people. I just want to say, been having a just feeling tons better. It's been great to to do these, and I feel like I'm in a different mental place when I when I podcast now. So if you guys enjoy the podcast, if you guys want to hear more about what I'm reading and and, and just absorbing in my head, let me know down below. I'm sure I can throw together some other examples for you guys. Anyways, like I said, if you want to support the podcast, hit that thumbs up button. If you guys have any questions, you can always email me, ericthealectric at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. I will see you in the next, well, actually, I'll talk to you in the next podcast. Bye, guys.